I am a sister. I am a man. I am a wife. I am a daughter. I am Chinese. I am a son. I am American. I am Asian. I am Canadian. We, we are all Joksing, and you are tuning into the Bamboo Star Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Bamboo Star Podcast. Before we start today, I just like to say "Konghei Fa Chai" to all of our listeners. Once you eat, I'm sunsetting. Bangla Jingsan. Sunday Yihong. Well, anyways, hi guys. <laughs> I think we'll go back to that in a bit. Yeah,、but. I know. We just blurred a bunch of four tones to everybody.、Uh, I think they're just called four-letter phrases. Yeah, four-letter four phrases, and hopefully we'll go over and what those mean. But、um, the gist of it is Happy Chinese New Year's. Or actually, I guess it's Happy Lunar New Year for all of our listeners who maybe are not Chinese. Yeah, yeah. But if you're Chinese, Happy Chinese New Year. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways,、uh, thank you for that great introduction, Zunta.、Um, I am John, one of your other co-hosts, and we have. Hi, I'm Angelina, and、uh, it's me again. That's Zunta. Yeah, I guess. Quick, I mean, we we went into this a little bit, but、um, how have you guys been、uh, so far? I know it's been a little bit since we've recorded.、Um, we've taken the liberty of、uh, pre-recording a, a bunch of episodes, and now we've kind of used up all our quota. How have you guys been? We haven't recorded in about maybe like three weeks. Just busy, and then like for those who are in Toronto, we've been in a lockdown, so really there's nowhere to go. Yeah, so recording. Together is also a little harder during the lockdown too. So well, either way, we're back at it once again.、Um, and I guess、uh, maybe also announcing that this will be our actual our、uh, season finale for season one. At least it gives us a little cap because of Chinese New Year. <laughs> so、um, yeah, hopefully you guys all、uh, enjoy what we have prepared for you and stored it. You make it sound so epic. <laughs> well, I hope it is. It's the last episode. Come on, jeez.、Uh, yes, yes, yes. All right. Without further ado, how did this topic come up? Our pandawan. Would you like to explain? This topic came up because of the calendar, I guess. Like looking at the calendar, it's just I get reminded almost daily by my dad that it's almost Chinese New Year's. We have to do X Y Z around the house, and I'm just like, okay. And then almost every day he'll ask me, "When are we having Chinese New Year dinner?"、Uh-huh. And so, like, it's been very ingrained in my mind for the past like week or so that、mm-hmm. Chinese New Year is coming. And seeing like how our podcast is based around Chinese influences in the Western world, I feel like this is the perfect topic to be talking about at this moment in time. Well, do tell when is Chinese New Year? This year, I believe Chinese New Year's is. A little early, but it's on February first. So as as we're recording, it is next Tuesday. And coming up, it's、uh, going to be well. Chinese New Year's is the specific day. It's also based on the lunar tra- calendar, lunar calendar, or how the cycles of the moon.、Um, and typically, it is a huge Asian, whether it's East Asia, Southeast Asian, like a Chinese or like. Everyone in Asia pretty much celebrates some form of the Lunar New Year, 
I think the only people that don't might be the Japanese. Yeah, the Japanese follow the um, like the Gregorian. The yeah, yeah, they follow the. Oh, okay. I guess it's called the Gregorian calendar. Yeah, the Gregorian calendar. Yeah, yeah they follow that. So okay. they're the only Asian country I like that I can think of off the top of my head that doesn't follow lunar mm. yep. calendar. But um, I think all the other ones do. Yeah. So and then I guess uh, for those who may not know Chinese New Year, it's not necessarily it's New Year's is like one day. But then I, I personally, I think that Chinese New Year's is more of kind of like Hanukkah to a certain extent. It's like a festivity. Yeah, it's like, a festivity thing that lasts multiple days, right? It's like like a there's whole week. Yeah, there's like the one day specifically that's New Year's, mm -hmm. but it's not like oh, it's one and done, and then you kind of go on. Typically, I think for like more traditional Chinese people that do celebrate New Year's, it's like a few days or like a whole period of time, kind of like the twelve days of Christmas. A Hanukkah thing where it's like it leads up to it or goes after kind of thing. There's like whole season yep. of it. I think it's 15 days. Yeah. Like but the festivity from start to finish, the actual celebration part, I think it's 15 days. Like they call like it the end of quote unquote Chinese New Year after like the 15th of the lunar calendar year. But like the preparation starts like a few days or a week before the actual like new year date yeah so i think like even for me myself like i relearn this every year even though mm -hmm. i grew up with it to p p practically right like so many years of it 30 whatever odd years of it i still like when is it again <laughs> how does this work um so i'm still learning along the way but hopefully uh you guys can enlighten me and also our listeners can also learn a bit as well i think it's it how do i say this like i guess like when I was younger and I was in school in Hong Kong, it's a lot more apparent one because I'm in Hong Kong and everybody celebrates it, and two because I usually don't have school during at very least the first three days of Chinese New Year. Whereas wow. for like the like the calendar New Year, I only get like maybe like technically only the first day or two off. Like if you look at it as like a as like a designated holiday. Like the New Year's, like January 1st New Year, you only get January 1st as a designated holiday. But for Chinese New Year, you get at least three days mm. as like a designated holiday. So like it was always more exciting for me as a kid for Chinese New Year than the actual New Year New Year. So I guess that was something when you were a kid, you looked forward to Chinese New Year because you get days off. Well, that and also all the, um, you know, red pocket money. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. As the kids, I, as kids, that's probably one of the things you always look forward to, right? So, oh, what do you look forward to now when New Year's is coming? Is it still red pocket? Actually, no, never. You I can't well, be looking forward to receiving. Yeah, you can. You're married from our parents and are like our like the the elders. <laughs> they still have to give it, but yeah, you can, have more to look forward to because we're married. We can start a new tradition. You can give me a red pocket. <laughs> I have a friend who very unfortunately got like trolled by her mom. And like when Lunar New Year comes around, she is the one that gives out the red pockets, but she's not married. But is she Chinese? No. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> so how did she get trolled? Anyways, I think that's a story for another time. It <laughs> doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but uh, that's like making up like this is Festivus. Like you give us prizes for the rest of us or something yeah it's very <laughs> unfortunate when she told me 
But I'm just like, wait, but I guess maybe maybe it's a Vietnamese tradition. And she was like, no, I think it's just my mom. Oh, so I was no. like, oh, that's very unfortunate well, for you. Vietnamese people do celebrate the Lunar New Year. They do, but I feel like they technically follow the marriage rule about giving red pockets. It's uh, just she somehow got into the habit of giving the red pockets to like younger interesting. kids. So okay. that's 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 the way that's the Western way of celebrating. <laughs> I don't even know. Well, I mean, okay, for those who, listeners who are not aware. Traditionally speaking, when a couple has gotten married, they are generally not so much as required, but they generally give out red pockets to those who are like their juniors or younger than them. So like the either like next generation, next down. generation down or um, there are like siblings who are still single, not married, etc. Oh, like <laughs> like our panda one over here. Um and that happens from like all the different generations. So from like grandpa's, grandma generation, mom and dad generation, the newly wedded like couples, and then like younger kids, so on and so forth, kind of thing. So, so the money flows downhill. Flows, flows downwards, and it's kind of like just sharing your wealth and like such uh, to the younger generation to kind of bring it forward. Oh. Bring prosperity Wait, why did I always think it was something else? I always thought it was meant to be like, oh, because I'm married, I'm like giving you the like luck and fortune that you also get married one day too. Well, I think it's kind of imbued or embedded in that yeah, uh, thought. It's, it's just represented in the form of money. Oh, I thought it was like passing on your luck because you're married. Well, I think <laughs> I think the, I think in Chinese traditions or in beliefs, like uh, luck and prosperity kind of come together. Mm-hmm. So, like, money is a sign of prosperity, right? Because the fact that you can give, like, share your wealth means you must be of certain prosperity. Like, you have certain wealth to your name kind of thing. So, you're sharing that. You When you share that, you're also sharing your luck with other people in that sense. Too. Yeah, but then my question then becomes, why do you have to be married before you traditionally would give out red pockets? Mm. That's a really right, good like question. I always, that I was true. always under the assumption it's because it's like, oh, like Chinese people see that married couples are luckier than like those single ones because I guess if you look at like older or like I guess Chinese traditions, it's like mm. you typically want to get married, right? And yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, in China they have this problem where it's like, oh, if you're like thirty and you're not married, you're like considered unwanted or whatever. So it's like. The thirty-year-old version. <laughs> so I'm just wondering, like, is anymore. like, where did the tradition of like married couples giving out red pocket come from? That's a good question. I don't really know because I have actually seen like more modern days. There are actually like singles who are actually giving out um, red pocket, but they're generally like singles, be like, but they're older. Like they're kind of like aunties and uncles who decided that you know marriage is not for them they are happy where they are kind of thing but because they're like a generation ahead of yours at least so like they still share their wealth if our listeners know something feel free to let us know because we're more than curious and that's a really good interesting uh question to actually address but aside from money and red pockets what else um do you guys look forward to for chinese 
All the food. <laughs> How so, though? Like, like um, I guess what food? So, growing up, I think, I don't know if it's a tradition, like, just amongst our family, or if it's a well-known, I guess, Chinese tradition, but um, I always look forward to the spring rolls that my mom makes from scratch, and um. it's there's a lot of different ingredients in it, and it's pretty funny because I have shared this spring roll with different friends, and they always ask me, it's like, oh, like, can you teach me how to make it? But then every time I like get my mom to show me and I like take pictures of everything she buys, I send it to my friends and they're like, yeah, that's too much work. So they're <laughs> like, yeah, just just give me spring rolls. And I'm like, yeah, cool, cool, cool. I'll do it. <laughs> I think the spring roll thing, not every family does it. I know my family does it. I think the spring roll is kind of like representing or like bars, like, of, bars of gold. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of like yeah, it's symbolism. Yeah, it's like a symbolism mm. of another wealth, like spreading wealth, prosperity, mm. kind of or wishing well and uh, prosperity to others. Yeah, there's also a lot of like I guess Chinese New Year's. There's a lot of different dishes that gets cooked up, and they all oh, yeah. have to. They don't have to mean something, but generally, my mom likes to make things that quote unquote mean something. Like she'll make shrimp because it's like um, it sounds like it sounds like that... happiness. Mm-hmm. Like haha, yeah. Like ha means shrimp in Chinese, but like when you laugh, you're like ha 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 ha. So yeah, kind of so just taking that sound. There's that, and then like oh, another dish that I really like is the mushroom and black fungus. Yeah, black fungus. Yeah. Like fa choy, yeah. because oh, okay. that has a similar meaning or a similar sound to fortune. Fa choy, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's funny, though, because there's a lot of auspicious things that happen, like, throughout the season that everyone's like, oh, you shouldn't be doing things or, like, you, ser- you can't say certain things. Like, you have to be very wary of all these, like, little, like, cultural standards, you want to say? And then it's like, oh, you can't, like, ever say anything, like, to people that are, like, mean or try to, like, despise them. Like, if you say something like, oh, I want you to die or something. Yeah. It's going to be like, ooh, you, you like, what'd you do? That's yeah. like even worse during this time period, right? Very taboo. Yeah. So it's very like, it's, so that's why I, fi- I find it kind of funny in the sense it's like, if you think about it, it's like Christmas season, everyone's like super happy and everything. And it's like, you never really want to be negative or like be the, be the negative Nancy or whatever in this time frame because then the whole culture shuns you. <laughs> yeah, kind of. And it brings up, like, this season just brings up, like, how superstitious Chinese people are to me. (laughs) It's pretty funny. It is. It is. What about you guys, though? Like, what else do you guys look forward to during the season? Uh, I think it's uh, my favorite thing for Chinese New Year in terms of food is go, which is like a a glutinous rice cake of sorts. The sweet one? The sweet one. I'm I'm not as into the lawbako, which is like the... Turn of cakes, uh, mainly because my grandmother, so like my on my mom's side, so my papa used to make them all from scratch, and like she would make at, like she would make them for like each of the like her kids, my parents, and then like her uh, and then my mom's two younger brothers. That's like, probably like the whole community gets each family gets some. Well, each. It's not even just some, it's like everybody get like a legit big ass one. That's nice. It's like, it's not like the small ones that you see nowadays in the stores. You, see, you make it for the whole village, basically. Not and everyone really, can, can, like, can get diabetes out of it. It's no, it's not that sweet though. Like, but mm. it's, 
like what I love about the one that ones that like my grandmother makes, it's the you can actually taste the coconut milk Ew. in there. <laughs> Sorry, I don't like coconut. Same. No, the coconut milk taste. Like you so. can you can it really comes out. Whereas like a lot of the ones nowadays they say they say it's like um yeah, it's up lingo, which is like coconut milk glutinous rice cake. Like you can never taste the coconut in there. And it's I normally expensive. don't even I don't normally even like coconut flavor stuff, but it's just that one thing. It gives I you really good memories, like. I'm guessing. Oh, yeah. And then it gives nostalgia. you a good kind of yeah, nostalgia. Yeah. yeah. And then I think all the family gatherings and stuff, it's always a nice thing to look for during that whole festivity or during that whole period. Yeah, so I think for me it's more of I guess for me it's just learning about all the various things you can and can't do it just seems like i'm always like oh this is new or like oh yeah i i didn't i forgot that that was a thing or it's just like kind of like oh i can't do this again or what or like oh i need a shower before when i can't shower now like wait what oh, <laughs> yes, yeah, the whole shower thing, thing is yeah. like the so one it's, thing it's, i remember i find it like all these like little nuances like here and there it's like wait i thought this was last year or something and, and then it's just like relearning kind of like the culture okay i find hilarious okay but maybe before we continue with that part let's just explain what the shower thing that we're talking about first for those who don't know so like this there's it's another this... it's another auspicious thing right so everything in this time frame <laughs> is all auspicious just just understand yeah. that right so yeah so this this shower thing is before a specific day you're i think it's before the new year like the lunar new year rolls over okay. you should you should shower before then because it's but you should yeah so showering and then cleaning the house so basically yeah. prepping getting ready for the new year so as i said it's like kind of like christmas where you're getting ready for like christ coming but it's kind of like getting ready for the new year where you like get everything ready like prep the house clean yeah, yeah. make sure it's everything's tidy in yeah. place and then also then your body needs to be clean yeah, it's also I think there's also a thing where like if you shower on um the day of New Year, like you wash away your luck or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah your luck and prosperity yeah, or something. When like. it hits twelve o'clock, you know, your body is showered with all the graces of the world, of the universe. For that year. <laughs> yeah, I know. Everything everything else. It's just one day. It's downhill from there. Oh god. Yeah. It's terrible. You only get it for one day. And you can watch you can shower the next day. But that day you can't shower because you will wash all the luck away from the entire year. I do remember this one like my parents telling me about this because it's really funny because um back in the day, like my uh during the whole um Chinese New Year season, like my parents would also like go out with friends and like we would gather right but like they always play to like stay out till late and then like i'm always asleep by that time so like they would always have to like carry me home and like i would just sleep through the night and then every like every morning every time like my dad's just like wow look at you so rich and every new year you don't shower because you're already asleep <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know so you need that whole day to absorb all the luck from the universe into your pores and then you shower at 12.01 the following day because it magically was absorbed into your body. Yeah, know. that does not make any sense whatsoever, but that's what it is. I'm telling you, Chinese people, very superstitious. It's like the most randomest things that happen. Yeah, so, yeah, so effectively, like, shower, get clean, everything before New Year's. And then, like, I guess New Year's Day, you don't do anything to, like, 
Yeah, don't clean on New Year's Day. <laughs> oh, that's a big taboo. Yeah. Oh, like, oh just clean in general. Yeah, just yeah. cleaning in general. Like, like, like if it's just like, clean. oh, I, I like. I like I don't know I spill some water okay that's fine like yeah, no like, like don't major sweep. cleaning don't sweep don't sweep oh, sweeping is bad for you wow, is this, a... the more I think about it this sounds like a, a confluence of all sorts of cultures because that's like Jewish culture on like Sundays you can't work or something I mean like oh. I'm sure I'm sure like clean? there's different like all the cultures have like some sort of like degree of similar things it's yes, just yeah. for like it's like they have their own set of rules and such um, since we're talking about I guess traditional things that you do to prep what <laughs> else can you think of that is like a i guess a preparation there's thing so many things man years. like even like food like you're supposed to like put on the chin hub or something so it's like little like a little like snack a, box. it's like a sweet snack box yes yeah, a snack box with all sorts of sweets for people that come over and then they can like have something sweet to make their life better kind of thing or, or like to like welcome yeah. people and yeah and so there's that little sweet box thing then there's like all and these decorations the, yeah. that you hang up. There's like all this there's red everywhere, red and gold everywhere. And then there's like Disney characters that are what? now that are red and gold. And like, <laughs> there is just there like is. there's there's basically like all sorts of crazy around you. And then there's like fishes and stuff. Oh, there's yeah. like red fruits, gold, dragons, fish. Yeah. And a lot of fruit. Dragon fruit. Actually, no. Oh, no. I actually don't, don't know. I don't really see dragon like fruits. I see a lot of pomelos. No, no I, well, dragon fruit's like a, a Southeast Asian like fruit. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, there's a lot of pomelos, oranges, and apples. Okay, so apples, I understand because it's pink wall, which is similar to like peace. Yeah, it sounds yeah. similar to but peace once on, again. The, yeah, peace. the whole homophone yeah, thing. But which like, we talked about the, like another episode. Yeah, yeah. Right. but orange and the, pomelo. Oh, oh, Christmas, the Christmas apple thing. <laughs> it's a Christmas yes. apple thing. But like, yeah, I don't understand pomelo and I don't understand orange. Pomelo is... Well, well I guess yellow. it's not so much pomelo. I guess it's more of um, tangerines. No, no. Well, pomelo is... That's no, for no, no, fish. No, that's fish. No, no. Um, tangerines are called um, gut in gut. Chinese. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, so yeah. gut is something that is like lucky. Bai gut dai lei. is like... Uh, wishing people, uh, wishing people big well, well yeah. luck and like big luck. Oh my goodness! Don't big um, fortune kind of thing. Luck and fortune. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's like good fortune and such. So like I think again, Chinese people like to like to take the sound of stuff. So like there's a lot of tangerines. Yeah, a lot of holophones in this yeah. Uh, time frame. Yeah. So tangerines, not oranges, but pomelo. Listeners. If any of you can understand or like can explain this to me, because in Cantonese, a pomelo is a lok yao. And in my head, it sounds like something else. <laughs> like it just sounds like a butt. Which so I don't understand like which is lok yao. Yeah, like I, I don't understand what like the I guess correlation is or like what this should correlate to. So um if anybody if anybody out there can explain it to me, feel free to reach out because I would really like to know. I think right now, I mean, we did bring up a lot of these homophone things, and actually, a lot of the, if you caught on, a lot of these um, uh, four-letter words that we do say are kind of like greetings, and you might hear them around a lot as well, and they always come in pairs of fours. They're usually four characters. Yeah, and then those are kind of the things we said at the very opening, 
And we were wishing everybody all sorts of goodies and happiness and wealth and prosperity and all sorts of stuff at the opening to you all listeners. Do so we want to try teaching them a few? Oh, yeah. So, so I mean, the, the classic one, I mean, a lot of people like in the Western world is like, Gong Hei Fat Choi. Yes. Or like, Gong Hei Fat Choi. Which is, I mean, yeah, you're, 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 it's, you're wishing them like good wealth. Happy and being be right. happy and be pos- but it's prosperous. Like, that's, that's like zero level, like <laughs> no difficulty. That. Like everybody knows that. So I think here, we, I think, yeah, we can teach you guys some things that will raise your level with, you know, with your Chinese friends that like, you know, like, oh man, you get impressed them. Impress the aunties and uncles. If you Ooh. have any like Chinese friends that like yeah. you go to their house, impress auntie and uncle. Oh yeah. That's, you know that's, what's one that always mm. impressed the aunties? What? It's Ting Chun Sang Ju. Always young and beautiful is what you're wishing. You can always impress aunties with that. I guarantee you. Yeah, the uncles will not give you a red envelope for that. But But the the aunties aunties will definitely give you one because of that. (laughs) Then what would you generally say to the uncles? Uh, I think it really depends. Um, Sun Tai Lekin. Sun Zhong Lekin. Sun Zhong Lekin. There you go. That's like Tai Gin. Yeah, so both of those basically means uh, wishing them like a health like strong good health, body. strong body, good health. Strong like bull. Um, <laughs> um, if you know that the uncle is like an entrepreneur or does business, you can also wish them like which is like things like oh may all that you do go smoothly or like um or you can like wish smooth, that to oh, so it's kind of like smooth, smooth sailing. sailing. Yeah, you yeah. can kind of say that to anybody, really. I think I, I think level two, like that's always going to be a good one, is sun taiking, huh? Yeah, that's like a classic, and that's that should actually go line in line with gong hei fa chui, right? Sun taiking, huh? Is like wishing you um, good health, good health, yeah. like for your body and everything like that. So I think health is. Especially now, come on. Yeah. COVID mm-hmm. pandemic, like yeah. you can't go wrong. Yeah. Sun taking home people, man. Yeah. Sun taking home people. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? <laughs> so oh. I think that's your level two right there. Yeah. Oh, the money one that I was thinking is Choi Yun Guang Jun. Like you have a lot of money coming in your way, is kind of basically what it means. Uh, so that's always good for anybody who, like, you know, are in businesses, run businesses, mm-hmm. or like, Stuff like that. That's always a good one. Um, oh, and then see. like something to say to, I guess, children is Bai Gou Zhang Dai. Yeah, so which you is like uh, hurry to grow and grow may big. you grow big. up quick and fast. I guess Some, being a kid's not a good thing. Quick and fast know. or quick and big? I don't know. Oh, no, it's grow up fast. Grow up fast. Yeah, like yeah, grow, grow up, up fast. well and fast kind of thing. Yeah. Um, or the other one is a uh, hot eve jumbo, like you, you have, you get good grades and like you, and, yeah, and you excel in academia. Like, yeah, excel yeah. in academia. My parents, my grandparents, aunties and uncles, say that to me every year. And I mean, not anymore. And you're not in school anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, but like no, I remember like that's always like the most important thing. It's like they'll usually emphasize on one thing. So like to me, I'll be like, oh, like. Which means like, oh, like most importantly is uh, good health. And they're like, oh, yeah, go like, uh, like, and like, they always tell me that. And it's like, am I not smart enough for you? 
<laughs> like, why are you telling me every year that I need to do better in school? <laughs> I guess that's one way to actually say something negative to somebody in Chinese New Year. It's like you wish them for something. Yeah. It's oh, like, do better. Oh, <laughs> Another man. one that you can always, like, it's like a, like a broadly used one for anybody is um, chut ya ping on. Oh, mm. yeah. So chut ya ping on means, Out like, you- in peace. Yes. So when you actually try to translate and put it together, it means like may you be safe when you go out and when you come home, kind of thing. Yeah, that's oh, always a good one. Another one that I usually say is "man si yu yi." That's always which a good is one. I don't actually know what that means. "Man si yu yi" is like everything will go well for you, kind of thing. "Man si" is like no, a lot. Like everything. Nothing, nothing goes bad. Yeah. Oh, so it's kind yeah. of like yeah, yeah, fan, fan, feng feng smooth sailing kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, different. hopefully uh, with the, with those many, that's like almost like 10 different oh, sayings. So, so many probably more. our listeners are able to uh, take a bit of that and uh, <laughs> impress some aunties yeah. or uncles and get a couple red envelopes. Yeah. Wait. You know what's the next level on top of that, though? No. We didn't teach them the most basic thing. Wait, what? what? Aside from Gong Hei Pacha, it's Sun Fai Law. We didn't even teach them how to say... Happy New Year! Sunli. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's probably Bye the long. last one you need before yeah. you say Lysi <laughs> Daoloi. Oh, yes. So, yes. what is Lysi Daoloi? No, you don't say that. You, you don't, don't say, you. say that. But what Lysi Daoloi basically means is. Where's my, my red pocket? Yeah, give me my red pocket. <laughs> Which you don't normally say. That's just kind of rude. You're like just at, straight up asking for money. Yeah. But um so as Something I was saying <laughs> the other one more level up would be actually using the whatever year of uh the lunar new year like animal so the zodiac animal. the zodiac animal in your greetings. But on that thought, we're going to go to the fun fact of the day because I wanted to actually say a little bit about that. So anyways, Without further ado, the fun fact of the day! The day, the day, the day! Once again, the fun fact of the day is brought to you by Wikipedia! Woo! And Wikipedia's definition of Chinese New Year's. Really, there's Chinese New Year's Eve, did you know? Chinese New Year's Eve originated in the Shang Dynasty 1600 to 1046 BC when the Chinese held sacrificial ceremonies in honor of gods and ancestors at the end of each year. And then in the Zhao dynasty, the phrase Nian or year appeared and certain cultural practices became popular among Chinese such as sending door god, burning bamboo. I had no idea what that means. Yeah, I was like, what did you just say? And that's not even part of, of my God. tradition, but I think we should start burning some bamboo, guys. Where are we going to find bamboo? Out of nowhere. In the star. Where the yeah. bamboo? We are bamboo stars. Maybe we should just burn. Actually, no, no, forget that. What the heck? <laughs> no, 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 no. Scratch that. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, yeah, so there's Chinese New Year Eve. And for this year, the Chinese New Year Eve is... January 31st, the Monday. Yeah, that makes yes, sense. that makes sense because <laughs> Chinese New Year Day is February 1st. Yeah. <laughs> and then as for the Lunar New Year, which is the following day, which is February 1st. Yeah, 2022. Good job. So it's a calendar year that follows the month of the moon cycle. 
and it's actually celebrated in East Asia, influenced by Chinese New Year and Chinese calendar, but also a feature of Hindu Buddhist calendars of South and Southeast Asia, and actually even the Islamic calendar and the Jewish calendar. So actually, the Lunar, Lunar New Year or the moon influences a lot of the world. If you want to learn more, feel free to go check it out on Wikipedia. I did not know that the Islamic culture also follows the Lunar New Year. Idea. I knew about the Hindu one. I just read it. <laughs> I have no idea. And it's brand new. And that's why it's called the fun fact of the day. The day, the day, the day. Anyways, sorry. I, I know I interrupted you. Luna. No, that's okay. But uh, this year, I, well, I wanted to actually bring up, um, I guess I skipped over that. And the fun fact of the day was that this year is uh, the year of the tiger. Rawr. Rawr. Everybody <laughs> loves kung fu fighting. Is there, no. is there a tiger in that? I was thinking Eye of the Tiger. Oh, yeah. yeah I was thinking of the Eye of the Tiger, too. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Okay, then. Eye of the Tiger. Mm. Okay. So. Yes. So tuna. next level. Next level. Next yeah, level. Tuna. What, what do you have for us for the year of the tiger? Uh, we have Fu Fu Sangwai, which means. Oh, that's a very impressive one. Yeah, because it's tiger, tiger. And then I... Hmm. What's sangwai? It's... Isn't it like strong body? Yeah, it's like... Body strong? Uh, Not really body strong, but it's more like um very... Like a, a strong figure. Because you know how like a tiger is kind of like at the top of the uh, food chain sort of thing? Like One of them, yeah. Yeah, it's Before like a dragon, but... Okay. But like it's it's at the top of the food chain chain. So like they're they're really strong, they're powerful, and they're like kind of with lion, they're kind of majestic in a way. So um it's I guess you can kind of They'll be strong that. like a tiger. Be strong like a Not tiger. Strong like, bull. strong like tiger. Okay there. <laughs> yeah, so there that's that's one. Um and, and one more. Just one more. Another one is which actually really like and also is very good to use this year is Yu Fu Team Ye, which basically Yu Fu Team Ye, which is like um wishing people like especially when they're well to be even better. Um, because imagine like a tiger being so strong and majestic already. What if they had wings? They would be even stronger. That's kind of like where it kind of came, like where the idea came from. So Yu Fu Team Ye is wishing. People like another level up from like their already good fortune and stuff. All wow. I heard from that is flying tigers. Oh. <laughs> That's essentially what the phrase kind of comes in. And then in. maybe we'll get a horn. What? what? Unicorn no. flying tigers. Uh, no, oh, that's not okay a thing. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, there's a couple more phrases that you can use to impress the elders and perhaps score yourself a red envelope. <laughs> I don't know, but you, you have a team that. Yeah. Yeah, team. like team. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Flying tiger unicorn. No, he's gonna start going to people <laughs> like, "I wish you flying tiger unicorn." That doesn't even make sense. Oh my gosh, baby, that's what my wife told me. Oh, no, no, that is not what I told him. Okay, you guys, listeners, you guys are my witness. I did he not tell. Clearly, him that. told me. No, flying tiger unicorn. It's, it's just a tiger with wings nothing about unicorns you came up with that i wish you a flying tiger <laughs> you know what never mind <laughs> oh man oh jeez. 
Alright, so aside from these auspicious all these auspicious things that we've talked about, is there I wanna know, is there anything that to you is one of your least perhaps thing you look forward to in Chinese New Year? Because obviously with this festive season, there's so much stuff going on, so many good things, right? But I'm not saying that there's gonna be bad things. Eh, it's relative, subjective. But is there anything that you perhaps don't look forward to in this season? Yes. Yes. Oh, whoa, that was fast. Cleaning. I was just going to say the same thing. I just get like, because I start getting rushed like two weeks before Chinese New Year's. My mom, like our mom currently doesn't, isn't in the country. She calls me every day and tells me, did you vacuum? Did you clean? Are you cleaning? And then she'll ask like, did you buy all the fruit that you need to put on the table and stuff like that? So yeah, cleaning. I kind of started, but there's a lot to clean when you only clean like once a year for Chinese New Year's. Yeah, I guess One. I guess that's your spring cleaning, or or I guess no, our spring cleaning ish. Technically, yeah. Idea. Yeah, yeah, it's the same idea, but like they usually dedicate like one day. Like a specifically one day of like the whole Chinese New Year season to just oh, do it, like yeah. So Linyaba is like the twenty eighth of the end of the lunar calendar year before you roll over to like the new year. Is that the last day? No, it's uh there should be thirty days. Yeah, because yeah, it's Linsaman. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so like the thirtieth is New Year's Eve. So then if you count back, it's like the third day before. So yeah. effectively, it should be January oh, like 29. Yeah, I think so it's January 29th yeah. is when you 29. should have all your house and like clean and everything. Or that's like the quote unquote dedicated date that you do all your cleaning. But depending on how much stuff you have, one day is not enough. <laughs> yep. So is the new year supposed to be like the new moon? Yeah, so it should be I like a, the moon cycle. Like, so it should be a full moon? Is that, is that uh, no, it should be the new moon. It's a new moon. It's a new moon. No moon? No, no, no. It's toenail a new moon. moon. Yes. Oh, toenail moon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, and then the 15th would be a full moon. Yes. Wait, so that means and that's the, why the, it ends. The last night of the new year would be a, like no moon. Right? Uh, then, then you get the toenail moon? Close to nothing. Thing, I guess. It yeah, or close depends. to nothing or something Yeah, like close that. to nothing. But I don't think it would be completely nothing because that would be an eclipse, no? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> just like the other side of Latone. <laughs> okay, right. Yeah. See, I'm asking that question because when you say that, right, you remember, so I know like Angelina and I, when we were growing up, we would like, we learned this whole like song or like this kind of, not even song, it's more like, I guess, a, a poem or something, but it's more of like for fun where we would like recite because we're like, and it's just like all these four, uh, all these like rhyming phrases. Mm-hmm. Like, and then we start off with saying, right? And then we continue. And that's like, it's it's one of those like poems, just like a repetitive Shakespearean kind of thing, if you want to call it that, like in, in, in like there's a beat to it. Yes. Right. And so the first phrase that I just said, right? Which is, like big bright moon, like shining down, lean saman long, which is I don't know what that means. Like lean saman is lean saman, New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. But what's saban long? But then we said like big bright moon. I don't think it's supposed 30th. to be on the same day. Like, oh, is that okay? 
Or yeah. I'm just saying, because that's one thing that I was thinking about too. Like when New Year's come around, like we would remember try to say that thing, and it's like a whole minute I, that we I recite. Don't really think it has anything to do with like what the moon. Like. Oh, okay. I don't know. I, I was just curious because it's just like, oh, if I'm I, just going I through these, this, this, uh, this, this long kind of poem, poem I, I that think, we I recite. think the poem just means like the the moonlight. You would go that one long, which is kind of like I think that they're kind of like of sort. Yeah, sure. I well, think that's, that's all it is. That's, no, no, <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I thought, and I was like, "Oh, cool!" So, toenail moon, got yeah, it. Yeah, toenail moon is mm. the new moon. Cool. Anyways, uh, anything else you look you don't really look forward to in the new years? Mm. Do you what love about you? seeing everybody? A year. We talked a lot. I don't really see people. Well, ever since moving to Canada, I guess like it's we yeah, see it's less. Little, it's yeah. a little harder to see a lot of people. It's not as festive here in like the kind of like the side of the world in comparison to like like Asia where like it's such a big festivity like everybody actually gets time off to go see family and friends right like whereas here we don't even get holidays like we have no time it's still work day for us right so we don't do it as often or even if we do it it would be like weekends or something. But why do you ask that? You sound like you don't like seeing people. Yeah. Is that what you don't look nah, forward to? I guess so. I mean, <clears throat> from like a long time, like it's always seems so crowded all the time. Like when we go out and especially like when we, it's like, feels like so much work sometimes. They're just like, oh, I have to go out, I have to see people. And it's kind of like the family kind of drags you when you're growing up. It's kind of like, come on, we got to go. We got to go. Get out. And it's just like, okay, got to see this person, see that person. It's kind of like, oh kind of nice but at the same time it's just tiring and then a lot of the times when you go and they have to go to like chinese places dim sum and all this stuff and it's just like always so crowded because everyone's there and then you're just like and then people get annoyed and then they're like oh you gotta serve me because i'm here or whatever and everyone's all like just like i don't like it's a bad vibe to certain sometimes where it's like too many people it's very stuffy gives me kind of those feelings so you're just claustrophobic with people uh, I think it's just more like <laughs> it just seems like there's a lot of crowds, and there then and then when crowds. you I guess there's that whole saying of like people saying like oh when you listen to like a Cantonese person speak it seems like they're yelling at each other all the time. <laughs> now just when you're in a sea of the Ch- Cantonese people, it's just like everyone's yelling at each other. It's just like wow, so loud. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It does feel a lot louder. I don't know. I know what you're talking about. Or like now. when you go to like Chinatown or like areas where there's a lot of Chinese people going around, everyone's really happy, but it seems like a lot of people are like going face, kind of one up each other at times. That, that is a very Chinese. Thing. And it's, I don't know, it kind of puts a damper on things. Like, I mean, the, the stuff we talked about where it's like the family traditions and putting all these things together seems really great. It's always fun, like for sure, like 100%. Like within the family, it's cool, but I feel like. When you start going out into the world in terms of like interacting with all the other people that are celebrating, it's just like a chore. I don't know. It definitely feels like a chore when you're a child, because when you like, I guess, get dragged around by your parents, you like everybody you see, you pretty much have a set list of things that you say. So you're a broken recorder at that point. 
That's why you have like a dictionary or like a memo of all the things that you would say, like those greetings. You know, oh, like you make yeah. mental notes. Oh, this person it fits into this profile. Okay, these greetings. Oh no, I always have like the same four, and it's gone to the point where everybody, like the people, like I guess the aunts and uncles that I actually do like, will call them to say every year now they're like, give me something new, and I'm just like, oh no, I only <laughs> know these ones. Hey, let me teach you one new one. Flying tiger unicorn. No, wow, that is not a thing. Oh my goodness! But yes, you could impress them with that one this year, if anything. Yeah, flying tiger unicorn, baby. No, not the unicorn part, though. All I can think of now when you say that is pink fluffy unicorn no. dancing on rainbows. No, 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 no. Scratch that. Please. Say that right, flying tiger unicorn. No, it's not. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I don't mean to put it as a as a downer or anything. It's just to me, it's like I love it, but at the same time, it's kind of like I wish people were more sincere about it, I guess, and not have it become just like a thing. I think it's fifty fifty. People yeah. are sincere, but they also want to show face. Yeah, <laughs> I do agree with that. Right? Like, you, you can show me your face, but don't like you know be kind of like all like. In Goop. your face about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, I, it's nice to see that your face is there, but just keep it <laughs> over there. Don't shove it in my face. Thank you very much. <laughs> but uh, how about, I mean, in terms of, I guess, bringing it out there and seeing how we've discussed how much we celebrate um, Chinese New Year. Like, have you noticed, like, growing up, like, we had our own thing, but then also see, I guess, perhaps learning more about the Chinese, like, back in China, Hong Kong. Well, actually, Asunta, you, you've experienced a lot more than us. Is like, is, like, how do you see, like, the Eastern and Western kind of cultures of Chinese people? Like, is there any differences that you've noticed between the cultures? Like, like the one big thing was, like, Asunta did bring up was, like, oh, in Hong Kong or China, they get, like, multiple days off, Right. One of the biggest things that I know is that in China, it's like their biggest holiday. They get like two weeks off and like China shuts down effectively for like two weeks because yeah, everyone's yeah. going back home. Like like millions of people are like traveling, traveling. Across the country, yeah. It's like home. it's like in the US, you think Thanksgiving's crazy. Like it's insane. Like think of that like three times crazier yeah, in China. It's basically like kind of like um the u.s thanksgiving where everybody's traveling go home except u.s people mostly do it by plane and people in china mostly do it by train yeah Um, like just find your way back to your home village yeah yeah yeah, because a lot of a lot of the people who live in the city like they're there because they're working in the city to kind of support families back like whichever village that they came from right so Mm -hmm. like uh because of that there's like a huge huge crowd going back home around like the chinese new year um time and then also again once the like the uh the holidays done a huge pack of people going back to the city as well to mm-hmm. you know resume jobs and stuff um i mean there's one thing that i do see in hong kong or uh in china as they have it too that we rarely really have here at least in canada is um they don't really have this uh i don't really know what it's called in english but they call it a fasi or like a 
Siu, ha, siu, yo, whatever. Night so market? It's like, yeah, it's kind of like a night market, except it's not just at the night. It's like a, like a New Year's market. And then there's like the flower market where like, so like Chinese people like to do a lot of like decorations right before like Chinese New Year, right? And they use, they, they really like to use certain flowers like or types of plants to kind of decorate their houses with. So it's kind of like how Christmas people like to go Christmas tree shopping. They go out to the farms and whatnot. They look for a ch- like hmm. a, a nice Christmas tree to, you know, put up decorations with. So it's a similar idea. Um, so one of the, or I guess a few of the, the plants that people would look for would be, well, first of all, if they can find like the trees, because okay. um, there's like small planted ones. Mm-hmm. Um, that's always a good one that they have. They also have peach tree branches. I think I know. I think trees, I know like Taifa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I think I know what it looks like, but like it's hard to explain. Oh my oh, goodness! Is that is that when the bamboo thing comes out too? Uh, I don't remember. Like, there's like a bamboo like cross thing usually. Yeah, yeah. They also have some bamboos, um, but yeah, I I don't think you they you get those in farm. You get those at like flower shops, I think. Um, and then there's also um. I don't know what they're called in English. They're so seen far. That lily? L- lilies? Lily lotus? Water lilies? Is that what they're called? Oh, I think it's oh yeah, lilies. yeah, yeah. Okay, water lilies. So actually, like, my favorite, like, flower during this whole, like, Chinese uh, New Year season is definitely the peach trees. Um, and then the next one down, like, the next one would be the water lilies. Yeah, those are my favorite things. Chinese Christmas <laughs> sort of, I guess it's more like like New Year's market instead of like yeah, Christmas I'm, yeah, market. I'm just trying to put it into relation for myself. Yeah, with yeah. Kind like of if you ideas. have to compare the idea, that would be it. <laughs> um, and then like the, all the flower shopping, they have all kinds of f- different flowers, but like they're usually really bright and like um, and, like the colors usually pop kind of in like your house, so it really adds like the adds to the atmosphere kind of like how you would usually find something more like a shiny popping on um decorations on your christmas tree sort of thing ornaments it's, yeah like the ornaments the tinsels and whatnot like mm-hmm. they they usually have colors that pop out or like in shapes that you know it just you look at the trees like oh hey that's a really cool ornament sort of thing like it's the same idea mm-hmm. um but yeah i find that they don't really have that sort of markets here, at least in Canada that I've seen. No, nah, it's not big enough. No, it's definitely not big enough. enough. You don't have enough people celebrating in that stuff. No, too. they definitely don't. And I really miss those petri flowers. Hmm. There's like one thing that I guess I can see similarities of would be um, like for Chinese New Year's. I remember when I was younger in China, celebrate Chinese New Year's. There's a lot of firecrackers everywhere oh, and it's just really loud. Like they yeah. blasted like throughout the night and it's like, I'm just trying to sleep and all I hear is pop, 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 pop. And I guess you could say that there's similarities with like fireworks for New Year's mm-hmm. like here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like uh, certain days, that, well, only those certain days that you're allowed to. You yeah. Know, the, pop the thing them. is, I yeah. think they banned actual firecrackers in a lot yes. of North American. So, oh, actually, North America, they think. actually banned it in China, too. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. actually okay. hazardous. Mom has told me, I think a couple years back, she was like, oh, this year, like China banned firecrackers. So like, it's really boring. Like there's like there's mm-hmm. no noise anymore. And I guess it's also bad for the environment. So they're kind of like 
they're trying to, I guess, do their uh, part in slowing down mm. global warming or whatever. But I yeah, kinda, yeah, I kind of miss. Now that you say that, it's not actually here anymore. I kind of miss the sound of that, where it's like just the whole line of them going off. It's yeah. actually really. I hated it every year. I, I, I <laughs> too much noise. <laughs> I don't really get those even in Hong Kong because Hong Kong banned it a long time ago. I think they really were only in like China. Yeah, well, it's, but, a scare, like, it's the scare away the bad spirits, right? Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, it's yeah. for. That's why it's so darn loud yeah. in the first place. But like, I always get scared yeah. when it goes off. And I'm like, ah, it's sounds- a bad spirit. No, but because it's really loud, and I've <laughs> no, only yeah. like really seen it when I was a kid. Okay, like if yeah, I'm no, just no. walking down the street and there's all of a sudden a loud noise going. Bah, 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 bah. That sounds like. A like gun, gun <laughs> shots or something. Gun like it's popping scary so loud. Like mm. I would be scared. Yeah. No, no, it makes sense though. But uh, yeah, I miss I miss firecracker. That's a good one. Ooh, another thing I some. miss is all the lion dancing. Yeah, lion dancing with like During, yes. like New Year. Mm, cool. I've actually seen lion dancing at a wedding too. That was very yeah, interesting. I know. Mm. It, I've seen those before too. Like lion dancing nowadays, you can find them in like different places, but like usually lion dancing in during like chinese new year is like one of the best shows they ever put up because oh. you know it's chinese new year right mm-hmm. you kind of throw everything thing. at it right yeah. yeah i don't remember like too much about it but like i do recall like watching chinese new year parade in mm-hmm. san francisco and like mm-hmm. they always had lion dancing like in that yeah. parade too and then if it's like a big enough celebration like one of those like um you know like broadcasted ones they will have dragon dancing Mm-hmm. The one with like a person's holding like the pearl oh, and there's yeah, like, a whole yeah, dragon yeah, yeah, going yeah, yeah. around yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, like a ton of people following. Yeah. Oh man, nostalgia memories, great man. Yeah. I'm excited now for Chinese New Year's, even though I have to clean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, oh, that's a great thing, and hopefully our listeners have also are super excited in trying to wish their best luck on everybody else and uh, in sharing the love. Well, I mean, I think that's a pretty good time to give us to bring us to a close. And once again, I guess I want to thank everyone for our listeners for listening to us and uh, having been with us for what, like 15 episodes or something like that for at least our season one. A cap for this season. Woo! Woo! Yeah, I know. It's it's uh, I don't know. I can't say it's a long time coming. It's not really. But uh, I really look forward to having more of these things and see what happens in season two. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, until we meet back, you guys, whenever season two drops, we'll let you guys know. Keep posted and uh, look forward to uh, hearing us in your ears again. <laughs> but until then, I'm John. And I am Asunta. I'm Angelina. And I am wishing you Sunny Fala. Loma Jing Chan. Sun Tai Kin Hong. Man Si Yu Yi. Yu Fu Team Yik. Flying tiger unicorn? That's what I just said. Oh yeah, flying tiger unicorns, guys. <laughs> Happy New Year's. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Bye. 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 The Bamboo Star Podcast is an independent production in hopes of documenting our thoughts and experiences as Chinese individuals growing up in a Western culture. This podcast is co-hosted by Angelina Asunta and myself, Jonathan Hahn, with editing done by Arena Chung. We thank you, the listener, 
for lending us your ears for this episode. We would love to hear your thoughts and views on this topic as well. Feel free to connect with us and the community on Twitter and Instagram at BambooStarPod. Alternatively, any lengthier replies or comments can be sent to us at BambooStarPodcast at gmail.com.